What's up, everyone, and welcome to the 35th Philly Blitz Pod. It's uh, Parth and Pierre today to discuss the first loss of the season. The name of the pod is The Sky Is Not Falling. If Quell was here, he would say uh, it's not sunny in Philadelphia, but, uh, you know, it happens. How you feeling, Pierre? Um, despite what, you know, a lot of Eagles fans are feeling, I'm not as down in the dumps. I think this was... I'm not going to say it was needed, but, you know, it's every team you have, you're, no team is going to go undefeated. It is what it is. They were going to lose sooner or later. So, I mean, you would rather it not be against a team like this, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I get you. I'm, I'm not, I'm honestly not that upset about it either. I'm just uh, frustrated with the situation, I think is the best way to put it. It like, we had so many chances to put this game away. We were leading into the fourth quarter, man. Like it's, it's a pretty unacceptable way to lose. It's just like, dude, what the hell are we doing here? And uh, it feels like a culmination of everything we've been seeing all year and kind of worried about. And it's just like, you know, this team doesn't feel like it's played its best game, you know, consistently. And it's like, we come on here every time and we get away with a win. And that's how I was feeling until the last two minutes of the game. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're going to talk about another game that was close, um, but we won, but this time we didn't. And it sucks because it's not getting any easier, you know? Um, I mean, I guess you have the commanders if you want to say that, but then we have Miami. Uh, we have, the well, no, we got, we got Miami Sunday night. Oh, no, 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 I know. I know. I'm saying after that. Yeah. My, oh. I, I mean, as in like, sorry, I should have phrased that better as in, uh, you know, in our next couple of opponents, we have Miami and then we have Washington. Um, and then I don't know the order, but we have Dallas twice. We have the Bills. We have the Chiefs. You know, it's uh, it, it can get ugly if we play the way that we play today. It's not, getting, it's not getting any easier. No, it's not. And uh, that's the issue. Um, and that's what, you know, sometimes they do need a wake up call, right? Like after the Washington game last year, they came out and played strong and you know, it's easy for a team to kind of get complacent when you're coming off of a Super Bowl run and then you're just like, you know, winning games that you honestly don't have any business winning. You know, a lot of the times, you know, like, yeah, we're the better team, but the way that we played, if we played a better team, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have won that game, you know. Um, so they're just these things that they're going to have to take care of. And it's nice to see that in the locker room, they're not making excuses. And that's, you know, the Jalen Hurts effect and, and the Sirianni effect, the culture that the two have established um, and the vets too, you know, you can't, you can't forget that. But, you know, now as we're kind of diving into the game um, offensively, so much of this, man, it's, it's tough. It's so, it sucks, man, because this was such a good Jalen Hurts game until the fourth quarter. And it's almost like it's almost like uh, it was Zach Wilson, right? Where he was like, "No, who was it? I'm seeing ghosts." It was Trubisky. It was yeah, Trubisky. Trubisky. It was Trubisky. But it was almost like that. Like I mean, Jack Driscoll gave up eight pressures. That's the most pressures an it's, Eagles alignment has given. Says Jamon Brown. Mr. I'm adjusting my gloves mid-play, bro. As an alignment, <laughs> like why are you wearing gloves in the first place? And second, like 
<laughs> it's just a ridiculous picture. And my man is like just standing straight up, fixing his gloves. Fixing his gloves in the middle. Of Carson, Carson's running for his life. In the back. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, dude. But I mean, that's how many pressures he let up. And the Jets, like, you know, it, it's tough because Jack Driscoll has played well in the past. You know, he's been a good depth piece. It's tough to be thrown into the game. You know, you don't have a week of practice. And you're just you're in a really tough position because Jermaine Johnson is a, you know, up and coming player. I think we all liked Bryce. him on this pod. Yeah. Bryce like Bryce Huff, you know, the, the whole Jets defense. And I mean, their linebackers were all over the place. Also, I guess I'm an idiot because I did not put together that Quincy and Quinnen were brothers. I, like how I should have known from the QQ Williams. Like, how did you not put that together? But I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool, dude. Could you imagine just like, Playing ball with your brother on the same team, like it's like usually you see like it'll be two brothers, but they're on different teams. But like the Kelseys, right? Yeah. yeah, like it's just so cool, and like to be both playing defense, you know, it's 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 cool. It's cool to see, and like, yeah, you got You got to just like love that, especially if you have like a brother. Like it's like that could be us <laughs> in another life, um, but you know, it's it was tough for Jack, but you know what went on was unacceptable right they're gonna have to figure something out whether it's fred johnson um getting driscoll help uh or or playing steen or playing steen right but with steen it's a little weird because he's used to playing left then you have to kind of move toward an over right it's i just can't believe that like we're losing alignment just like so quickly man it's crazy you know all the injury regression we were due for from last year it's all just it's hitting right now it's it's no, we don't have safeties we, yeah we don't have safeties and the whole right side i didn't even realize until somebody said it i was like the whole right side of the line was backups because yep. jurgens is out so Sewell was in and then once lane went out then driscoll was in and that's where you're asking for trouble right both of those guys need help and they don't have help and so then you know uh, what the Eagles tried to do, what Ryan Johnson tried to do. And in theory, it's understandable. You have the weapons, right? They're missing their corners, get an 11, get the ball out fast and just try to march down the field and try not to make your guy block too much. But Jack Driscoll was losing too quickly, you know, and, and so is Sua. And so, and, and, and I mean, our guys just like AJ showed up, you know, he made his plays, but I mean, Devante had some uncharacteristic drops, Goddard one bounces off his hands and goes into gets it gets picked off DeAndre has like the drop you know we the turnover margin was four to zero you're not going to win a game like that regardless of who the team is you might be able to get away with some but you're not really going to win but yeah Brian Johnson just tried to get the ball out quick but would have been nice to see some more you know 12 personnel something like that like where we can get a tight end to help him out get you know Goddard or Stoll to just help block for a second, you know? Yeah, and that's my biggest thing. Like, you know, you have a guy coming in who hasn't – Driscoll, he hasn't played all year, right? He hasn't – I don't think so. Yeah, he hasn't played all year. He's coming in um, against a team with a, a good defensive front in New York with, a, like you said, Jermaine Johnson and Bryce Huff. To not help him out at all is, is it's puzzling to me. And then, you know, to call 45, you know, dropbacks – to just 14 called runs, which were, I think, for about 32 or 33 yards. Like, I don't I don't understand the decision-making. Like, it was just a, a lot of just mind-boggling decisions, not only from the coaching staff, but Jalen. Um, like, the way I phrased it was, in this game, what could go wrong did go wrong on both sides Absolutely. of the ball. Absolutely. And it, I can't remember what game it was, but there was some game where they were missing their corners, 
it was Sirianni and Jalen. It was, it was them as a combo, and they got way too pass happy. And I think this is just something that kind of they need to they need to hone in on because okay, you know, the Jets are missing both their corners, and you know, part of it might be in game adjustments. The run game wasn't really moving. We had sure you have Kelsey and and, and Dickerson on one side with Mylotta, but I mean, the whole right side of your line is not really moving Quinn and Williams, you know, <laughs> as much as you need to. So. I mean, you could see it from the from the rushing averages. It's not like we were running spectacularly, um, but forty five is, is is a lot of attempts. To your point, so it's 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 hard. It's finding that balance. I mean, when you come out also, in the second, a stat yeah. that I have that I saw earlier on Twitter, I can't remember the exact record, but I know that when Jalen Hurts throws over forty times, they have a losing record. So take that for yeah. what it's worth. You just can't. I don't. It's not sustainable over the course of the game, I think, to have him throwing that many times. You have an advantage in the what do you what do you call it? The triple option that he is, right? You yeah. have that advantage. You need to take advantage of it more. Now it's not necessarily QB draw like Shane Steichen did to Anthony Richardson and gets him injured the same way that Jalen got injured. Um but it is getting your QB involved in the run game in creative ways and, 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 you know, things like that. And just using the explosive running backs we have also Kenny G was running well yesterday. Yeah, he did. I got to give him his props. I got to, got to give him his props. I was thinking about you when I saw him, when I saw him at that (laughs) run, I was like, Pierre's going to like that. Pierre's going to like that. (laughs) But yeah, um, it just, I think how you put it is, is, is really it. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong and now we have like the best probably team offense i don't know about team but best best offense in the league coming to uh philadelphia for the kelly green jerseys it's my family's like biggest game dolphins and eagles my cousins are already talking shit it's uh it's not gonna be great you know they already call me a fake fan because i like the eagles and now the dolphins if we have terrell edmonds and I don't even know who's going to be in safety. Makai Gardner went down, bro. (laughs) Who's playing safety? If if they aren't healthy on the back end, even up front with Jalen Carter, it is Jalen Carter. I I think Jalen Carter plays this week. He needs to. Yeah, he (laughs) no, not he has to. (laughs) We need you, brother. Strap him up. Like, yeah, I. Hopefully we can get Sidney Brown back. I assume Slay will be back. So I'm having sure. those two, and I, and not to cut you off, but I think no, that that has a lot uh, to do with what we saw yesterday. Like, um, I think as a, as a unit, I feel like they went into this game just expecting New York to roll over, simply mm-hmm. because they were the better team, which they are yep. the better team from top to bottom in terms of roster construction. But you know. It's the game of like football. what happened with the Patriots. Like yeah. what happened with the Patriots. They expected that, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Because Jalen had a turnover in the Patriots game, and the Patriots rolled over, and they didn't do anything. Yeah. And and then the Jets did it. And Zach Wilson gets a lot of hate. He didn't play great, but he did the things he needed to do. He didn't turn the ball over. And, like, I mean, he caught the Eagles in a lot of, like, he had a free play that he took advantage of. You know, he he got the 12 men on the field. That was, that was a classic Rodgers move. Like, that is, like – we see that highlight so many times, like Rogers always calling that play. So, you know, it's nice to see that there's signs of growth there, but you know, he just, he did enough for the team to win. And that's all you really have to do. If your defensive defense is a performance like that. Um, yeah. Devante, that, that drop was really ugly. I mean, we had so many drops, which is what was really surprising. 
Um, but that Devontae drop, dude, was just was so painful because that was like a touchdown, like yeah, or at ex- least first and goal. It's extremely uncharacteristic. And not only the Devontae drop, there was a play, I think, in the third quarter where uh, Jalen tried to go down the field to A.J., who I think around like the 40-yard line, he started jogging and slowing down his route. And then once he saw the ball was coming, he tried to accelerate back up, but it was too far. Out of the yeah. It's just a lot of uncharacteristicness from the Eagles yesterday. And that's what makes it so, you know, frustrating. Like, this is a game that they should have won. I agree. Um, Jalen one is tough. Or, I'm sorry, the AJ one is tough because, you know, you go as a receiver, you're not really expecting the ball. You're supposed to run your ass off, right? Like, that's what coach says. That's why you're supposed to do it. But it's it's so hard to, like, run the go ball over and over again. And the thing is, is the Eagles don't have depth. At receiver, it's f- five five dudes in the room. I'm pretty sure on the active right roster. now. Right now, it's AJ Devontae, Alameda Zacchaeus, Quez Covey, Quez is on IR, and I think Quez is on uh, IR again. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even peep. Okay. And I think Devon Allen. I think they added him yesterday. All right. I know they made him. They, um, they call yeah, him so the practice squad. Yeah. You have three guys who are running routes every play. You're not yeah. putting in Devin Allen and and uh, Britton Covey respectfully. He's running that rock when he's returning the, the punts, but he's not getting in on offense. You know, um, it's it's tiring. And so I'm not making excuses. AJ should be running, but like it's it's a tough play. Um, but you connect on those, and the game changes. And so yeah. it's it's tough. But either you know, one of those plays, either one, of either those one, plays the, the either Devontae one. But the thing about and- the the thing about the AJ one is he did make up for it immediately. I yeah. mean, he just like ran through the entire defense, got right down <laughs> to the goal line, and was like, "All right, like I guess it's fine." Um, but yeah, Devonte has had a couple quiet games. At first, I thought it was because AJ was having big games, but um, he's got to lock in. I bet he's tired, man. He's got the baby at home. He's up late. Gotta you got to get the extra night of sleep, man. <laughs> Didn't he say he said a couple weeks ago he only needs what five hours of sleep? Four hours yeah, of sleep? yeah. He said he said nah, some bro, shit you- like that. Oh, bro, you go, gotta start go getting eight. <laughs> go get the and uh, eat something other than McDonald's for breakfast, bro. Just <laughs> try it. Just try it. No, but uh, yeah, I think uh, with the offense, it was tough, uncharacteristic, and that's why it was nice to see the veterans step up and uh, and talk. AJ, Jalen, and was it Kelsey? Who else? Was uh, Reddick. It was Reddick. It was Reddick. It was in Reddick. So, um, you know, Reddick, two and a half sacks. Love it. You know. Now let's moving on to the defense. They did what they needed to, man. Sean, Sean Desai is continuing to impress me, man, because doing what he's doing with the people he has, Jonathan Gannon lost us a Super Bowl with a fully healthy roster. And Desai is just like, he's got us in dogfights. He just, Desai, he just, he just seems to always push the right buttons. Like mm-hmm. no matter what happens, he just pushes the right buttons at all times. He's he's definitely like doing his homework on the quarterbacks we're playing because you're seeing different looks for different quarterbacks. It's not the same static bullshit that we saw last year. It's it's actually adjustment, and that was that was our biggest thing, right? I mean, Quell stood up for him too much, too much because this this is what a defense should look like. All right, he told me it wouldn't look different. Oh, I'm taking a whiff, dude. It does look different, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it's just you see the adjustments at halftime. You see the adjustments coming into the game. Like, this game was just about confusing the hell out of Zach Wilson. It was let's muddle the picture as much as possible. 
we had like six D linemen on the field multiple times. Like, you know, you're just trying to get pressure on them, confuse them as much as you can because you don't have the, you don't have the horses on the back end. So what do they do? They got the D line to get a ton of pressure. You have stunts, different types of looks. And then in the, uh, in like the uh, defensive backfield, you're having rotating looks and things like that. So it's just, it's tough. And Zach didn't know where to go with the ball. You know, there were only a couple of times where he was able to get the ball. And, you know, James Bradbury played well. A guy like Garrett Wilson is going to get his, but yeah. I mean, he held him out of the end zone. You know, that's what that's do you important. think about what do you think about Josh Joe? Because he's he's struggled a lot lately. He's in a tough position. I think yeah. that's that's what that's really what I see because I think he's a good young player. I it, he was bound to make some mistakes. Like that first game he played, it was spectacular. You know, it was just like you didn't even know that Bradbury wasn't playing. He was playing that well. That wasn't gonna stay right like i mean he, he was gonna have growing pains and it's gonna be the case with all those guys like eli ricks you know hopefully he's okay makai gardner he's playing safety right like there's gonna be growing pains with all these dudes but um i think the key is just gonna be to stay patient um we i don't if i don't think we need a corner to bring in a corner for depth or anything i think the guys they already, that we brought, have, they already brought one in. Bradley a, a nickel. A nickel. A nickel is different. I'm sorry. I, I was talking outside corners. Nickel we definitely needed because once Avante was gone, none of those guys have experience playing. I think Makai had some experience playing in the slot. But besides that, Mario Goodrich didn't really work out. So, you know, you got you to gotta do that. But I think Job and Ricks, the combination, have played well enough. Like yesterday, he had that PI, which was ugly. Um, and then he got beat on, on one by Garrett Wilson, I think. So it's, it's tough, you know, um, he's your number three corner. He's playing starting minutes a lot. He's bound to get exposed. Um, I think he's fine. I think if we, if we make a move, it desperately needs to be at safety. I don't, I don't want any other position more than safety. I also, sorry, just real quick. I know people, I was tweeting about it a little bit, but people want Jerry, Judy, these types of guys like, dude, we are already like I know it's like oh let's get the stacked offense and everything but like we are struggling enough as it is on getting touches distributed and you need a guy like OZ last year the team it worked well why because Zach Pascal also did his thing Quez and Zach Pascal had a good combination you know where Pascal is just willing willing to do the, the the dirty work and OZ is honestly an upgrade over over Pascal I mean the the, the two plays that he came back and had a reception on, I mean, there was the, they had the, uh, the penalty on, on one of the receptions, but he's the guy who's working back and making himself immediately open at Jalen. That's huge. That's the things that you need to be doing. If you are that third receiver, you need to be the guy who's running down the field and making blocks like he, like he did for was it AJ or Devante on one of the touchdowns. AJ. Yeah. So, I mean, just running down the field and, uh, and, and, and making those blocks. I don't. The only thing is, only thing is, isn't that the only thing is in comparison to last year with Pascal and Quez, Quez hasn't uh, seemed to live up to you know what he was able to do last year. He struggled a yeah, lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean that we didn't get to talk about it, but like that read last week, brother hit the hit the hole. It, it, it is right there. I know you're fast, but you don't need to break it to the outside every time. Like that was DeAndre Swift's biggest issue at. On the Lions, and now Quez is doing it. It's just like, dude, just your receivers are blocking for you. They had a per- you could see Devontae was pissed after that. Yeah, he too. was pissed. Sirianni too. I would be too if I was blocking. I'd be like, dude, we gave you the opening, and then it was 
third or fourth down. It was huge. Um, but yeah, even even then, even without Quez, I think Ozzy has done a has done a great job. I think he's got a little bit more juice than than uh, Pascal. So um, I really like his fit in the offense. And personally, I don't want to mess with it too much. I mean, yeah, Jerry Judy would be nice, but it's like a it's a luxury item. I'd much rather have Justin Simmons. Yeah, you know, I think it's like you said. They are they're already having you know enough issues trying to figure out how to um, get everybody incorporated um, into the offensive game plan, and just adding another set of hands would kind of be just another mouth to feed. And you know, like you said, they need help on the back end badly with mm-hmm. as many injuries as they've had thus far. They they got to get help there. Yeah, and I don't think it, I don't I don't I don't think um it's, it's going unnoticed by Howie. Absolutely. I mean, there's been things about him making, um, making calls, all these types of things. Um, it's a matter of time. The thing is, is even if we do get somebody this week, I mean, we would see when they get in, them playing is going to be a different story too. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to see that Sean Desai doesn't really care. <laughs> Once you get in the building, he'll play you. Roby played the second half last week, you know, even though he had just been signed off the street. So um, desperate times call for desperate measures, man. And when you have pros, they figure it out. Um, So, yeah. Well, actually, let me ask you, who would you rather have, Jeremy Chin or Justin Simmons? Oh, Justin Simmons. I like Jeremy Chin, but Justin Simmons. He's the more experienced. Um, He's been Mm -hmm. around, like I said, he's been around longer, seen more. And I don't think it's a stress to say he's more talented at this point in his career than Jeremy Chin as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, the only thing with Justin Simmons is age. Um, he's 29. He's 30, 29. Yeah, 29. So it's fine, right, especially when you're in a win-now type of mode, which is what we are. But we're also in a unique win-now where we're also building up youth. So that's why it, it's, a, it's an interesting question. But I think Chin is on the last year of his contract. So that changes things as well. Uh, but yeah, I think I would probably take Simmons as well. Um, I think he's a more established player. You know what you're getting. Uh, you don't want to just waste this year. Um, yeah. if Chin doesn't end up being that good and you already have a lot of youth, um, on the back end of your defense, Reed Blankenship being out is not great, man. Not great. Yeah. You know, like we've talked about, he just, he's a player who just, who's just, he always seems to, you know, know where he needs to be. He, always in the right position. He's just going to, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be a competent body who knows what he needs to do. And he's going to do that. I agree, man. I agree. He's uh, the milk missile, man. Hopefully he gets better soon. Yeah. Uh, the rib injury is what kept him out of the game. I think week two, week three. So um, I assume he'll miss a game. We'll, uh, yeah. So let me ask you this on the, I think it, the, the Jalen interception, that was third down, right? Mm-hmm. It was a, I know it was just a little bit over two minutes remaining in the in the game. So would you rather yeah. would you have rather them um play more complacently in terms of you know choosing to either run or you know short yardage versus them trying for a first down? Um because if you it, if you yeah. if you play more complacent and you know you get it into uh, you know, fourth and short, short, you know, you punt the ball back. Your defense is, you know, they played pretty well um, in the second half uh, yesterday. So where do you fall on that? It's a little confusing. You know, um, I think the lack of 
Lane came into these calculations a lot, man. I don't think we can understate how much he matters because we didn't see a tush push attempt. You know, usually if it's the Eagles and it's, you know, third and six and beyond or something, it's, it's four down territory. Get to get to close to the uh, first down marker and we'll tush push it across. So I think that definitely played um, a part into the calculations. Personally, I think I would agree with you. I'd probably just like, you know, let the defense play. They've been playing well, um, have them drive the field. Uh, but it's it's just tough. But I think they got to have a better pulse on how Jalen's feeling too. I mean, the dude, when he went out that time, he obviously was not feeling safe in the pocket. You know, he was jittery. His feet were all over the place. Um, and he didn't trust what he was seeing. And uh, and in that case, then just run the damn ball. It's it, That's what we did when we've been in that position before. Uh, but it's tough when you're missing a side of your line and uh, and they go out mid-game, right? If Stout had time to game plan, then we're running that rock. You know, I don't think it's it's any question. But Stout not being able to game plan, you're throwing in Driscoll and Suopeta on the same side, I think it changes the calculations a little bit. I don't think it can be understated just how big of an impact Lane Johnson has on this team. Like, the record speaks for itself. Yeah. The record with and without, it's like 14 and like 20 something. Like it's, it's pretty ridiculous how horrible we are without him. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it's a, it's a loss. Five and one feels like it should be the record. Um, they don't feel like a 6-0 team. No, and I think, you know, like you touched on earlier, I think, you know, it speaks volumes in terms of how kind of like press the leadership of the team was about the loss. Like there wasn't any complacency. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd call it a team meeting, but just, you know, having Jalen, Kelsey, um, Reddick, and AJ speak after that, you know, it it shows in that locker room, you know, like I said, they're not complacent. They're not going to mm-hmm. just chalk this up to, Oh, it's just being a bad day. We had a lot of injuries, lane one out yeah. or anything like that. Like, you know, like we talked about, I think in the, in, was it the Rams recap? I think, or whichever recap it was the entire team the roster, they've taken the, taken on the identity of Jalen in terms of mm-hmm. that obsessive nature about them, like for yeah. perfection. Standard is a standard. Yeah. Can't you hear that? You can't. Yeah, you can't say that shit during the win and not keep it during a loss, right? And uh, and that's what I appreciate about this team, and that's why I trust them to get it figured out. It's just gonna be tough, man. That was a that was a W. We ideally needed to stack up over this next gauntlet because we could be three and three, man, in the next six games, and that's not that's not where you want to be because then all of a sudden you have four losses. And, uh, and and you're going into the rest of the season trying to just figure things out. You don't really have home field advantage, those types of things. So, you know, it's a, it's a tough position to be in uh, because you don't want to drop those games. You know you're better than that. But you lose those games sometimes. We need to deal with it better as Philadelphia fans. We need to relax. You know, Jalen Hurst doesn't suck all of a sudden. Brian Johnson doesn't suck a bunch either. Like, there were just a ton of things that just went wrong this game. And it was... Shit happens, man. There's nothing really else you can say. It's football. Um, you, If you sports bet, you know this damn well. If you played the game, you know this well. Like, there's there's just variability 
um, in these things. And it's it's funny because I was talking to my friend about it. It was because of betting. I mean, he sent me like a couple. They come, they sent me a couple of things, and I was like, I don't know about these, dude. And he's like, No, dude, they're locks. They're locks. Like, I'm like, brother, there is no such thing as a lock. And we played football together. I was like, This is what coach was trying to tell us, bro. Like, coach was trying to say, like, there's no such thing as a lock. And it's uh, it, it you got it. That that's the part of football that I love. The human aspect of it. That if eleven guys walk in there with belief that like we can do this shit too, and you know, we belong here just as much. Anything can happen. You know, the ball can flip any way. I mean, we saw that the ball can flip any way. It bounced out of Dallas Goddard's hands into Quinn and Williams' hands. Like, I mean, you, you just never know with these things. And so uh, that's the beauty of it, too. You know, that uh, it can be so predictable and unpredictable. And it is a stressful shit show for any Eagles fan watching the entire game. I agree, man. I agree. I think this is a good place to wrap, man. It's not, not a, wasn't a long pod today. It wasn't really a lot we can say, you know, like you said, you know, sometimes yeah. shit just happens. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. It's one loss. They got to go and get ready for possibly the best offense in the NFL coming into Philadelphia on Sunday night. Yep. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully they can get healthy um, on defense and we'll see. Yes, sir. Go Birds. Birds.